Hello, this is Joel McRae. Thank you so much for stopping by and visiting my podcast. I really appreciate your time. There's so many other things you could be doing right now, but you took the time to hang out. I appreciate your support. I appreciate your questions. I appreciate just you being here. Thank you so much. The purpose of my podcast channel is to provoke thought, to get us to think through life challenges, to get us to put a plan of action together to become our best selves. But sometimes as we go through this journey, we find ourselves feeling stuck. So in this episode, I want to talk about breaking free and overcoming because too many times we find ourselves facing opposition like oppression, economic disadvantages, inequality, family pressures, racial tension, racism, political pressures, peer pressure, wage gaps, inflation, budget pressure, bullying, narcissism. Seems like everywhere you turn, there's opposition, strife, tension. Oftentimes, these barriers or challenges tend to make us feel stuck, overlooked, barred from entry, rejected, and disadvantaged. Back in the day, we would say stuck between a rock and a hard place. As a result, we find ourselves blaming the problems. If I didn't have this, if I could have had this, if I had more money. If I weren't surrounded by or if I wasn't surrounded by this people group, if I didn't have to go to this school, if I didn't have this particular racial or demographic makeup, there's so many different things on the list that we can point to as a cause. But oftentimes it, it shuts us down to the point where we actually get nothing done. And that doesn't mean that these uh, feelings are not legitimate. It doesn't mean that these particular issues are not serious barriers. But how do we break free? Because I want to encourage you to get today in First John 4, 4 said, little children, you are from God and have overcome them. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. If you've listened to my podcast or any of my previous podcasts, you'd know that I love analogies and I believe a picture is worth a thousand words. My thought process is what we call teleological from the Greek word teleos, which means complete, mature. The word was used or coined by a German philosopher by the name of Baron Christian. Now, teleology is the study of cause and leans to the thought that creation or design shows purpose or a point or a goal, that the created thing can also help one understand the nature and mindset of the creator. In other words, if you look at things that are created, you can get kind of a picture or an ideology of the mindset of the creator. Now, what I'd like to focus on is the picture or the image of a seedling, a plant, before it germinates. And the question that I'd like to pose is this. Have you ever seen a tree that's grown in the middle of a rock and ultimately ended up splitting that rock? Now, my mind was blown when I saw this. My mind is continue to be blown even thinking about it. Now, the process that this soft plant can germinate and grow and ultimately cause even a cracked rock, 
or any crevice in the rock to split further or even have the strength to um, make it split further is mind-blowing. But the process is called imbibition. Now, imbibition is the process that a plant absorbs water into its cells in order to grow. This process of absorption is powerful enough to break its own shell and even break through rocks around it. Now, Psalm 46 portrays a picture of the security we can have in the midst of chaos. It said even when surrounded by chaos, there's a river of grace and peace in us. Again, 1 John 4, 4 says greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So how can we begin to break rocks that are around us? I mean, how is it that we can break free? It seems like, again, everywhere we turn, we're stuck between a rock and a hard, a hard place. And it seems the harder we try, it's almost like trying to run or escape from quicksand. Well, the first step for us in order to experience some break uh, breakthrough is like the plant. It had to break its own shell first. And oftentimes there was enough power or it took enough power to break the shell and that power that it took to break the shell is sufficient to continue to break the rocks outside. So in order for me to start seeing some initial breakthrough, I have to break through my own shell, my shell of disappointment, my shell of doubt, my shell of fear of the unknown, my shell of the fear of failure, my shell of anger, my shell of past hurts, and my shell of actually hatred. I had to break through that in order to begin to see breaking through the things and the rocks around me, as mentioned earlier. Like the plant, it will take more pressure to break through my own shell. It would take more pressure to break through your own shell than it does to break through the rocks around you through this process called imbibition. And now how do we do it? The plant has to absorb water and the Holy Spirit is likened to water. And as we absorb the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit, whose fruit is love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and self-control, according to Galatians 5, 23, this process of, of absorbing him and allowing him to mature us and to grow us and to develop us through the process of salvation, once we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and believe that God has raised him from the dead, we receive the spirit of God. And that spirit on the inside is greater than anything that we can actually face outside. And this presence becomes more of a power and more powerful as we study God's word, as we fellowship with other believers, as we grow in accomplishing his purpose for our lives. Another thing we can do through this process of imbibition, if you will, is to absorb solid insight from others, good counsel, a surrounding of good friends, loved ones, and others, and even professional counsel. The mind is our battleground. It is the battleground that the enemy wants to come in and begin to attack our thoughts and cause us to have doubtful thoughts, unbelief, fear, and all of these things, worry, 
these things that are not coming to us from God. He is wanting to attack our thoughts in such a way that it will shut us down and ultimately have us feeling stuck. We cannot take it lightly that we need to constantly guard our thoughts, that we need to constantly guard our minds, that we need to constantly fill ourselves with the word of God in a way that we can renew our thinking according according to Romans 12. One, that we will not be conformed to the world, but be transformed uh, transformed by the renewing of our mind. And that even that transformation is like the word metamorphosis, uh, like changing from a caterpillar to a butterfly. That needs to happen also in our thinking to where our thought process is no longer like it used to be before. Imbibition, absorbing the spirit of God and allowing the spirit of God to mature us, absorbing good counsel and allowing that God, that counsel to mentor us and direct us in practical ways. The second step after breaking through our own shell, we have to begin to break the rock around us. But like I said, the power that it takes to break our own shell is more than sufficient to break the rocks around us. And it reminds me of a story when I was in elementary. I had this teacher who did not care for black kids. She did not care for black people. And she made it known in about every way possible that she did not care for black kids. Now, the challenge that uh, made me feel singled out is that for the most part, the majority of my elementary years and the majority of my academic years from K through 12, I was one of the only black kids in my class. So it was real easy to see that I was the one singled out to pick up stuff after the class. It was the one it was easy for me to see that I was the one usually singled out to not be chosen to be first in line. That was a big deal back in the day. Can I be first in line? I always found myself at the back of the line. I always found myself getting the snappy comments and re remarks. Seemed like I couldn't please her. She was always yelling at me. And there was a few other black students in other classes that she would yell at us at recess because in her mind, we were always the problem. And I remember coming home very upset and telling my mother, I don't know why God, if he loved me, why he would make me black? Why in the world, if this loving God who's supposed to love me and die for me, why would he make me black and put me in the middle of this situation? And I couldn't process all of that. I'm in elementary, but I had enough wherewithal or sense to formulate that thought and begin to have this uh, pose that thought to my mom. Now, my mother, who is amazing, began to speak life into me. And said, there are great things inside of you. There are great talents inside of you. There are great skills inside of you. There's potential inside of you. There's a big future inside of you. And what you can't do is allow someone to get in your head so much that you shut down and you jeopardize, you jeopardize where God wants to take you because anger, disappointment, bitterness, and rage begins to take place in your mind. You need to keep your mind clear. You need to keep your heart clear. You need to change your thought process towards this teacher and treat her with respect regardless of how she treats you. And if there is a problem, of course, my mom, you know, if there's a problem with this teacher that I need to step in, you better know I'll step in. But right now, I need you to believe that you have worth. I need you to believe that you have value. I need you to believe that God has a plan for your not, your life and don't allow this person to dictate your destiny. You dictate your destiny based on what we believe God has called you to do. And I began to try my best to do it. And uh, it wasn't easy. I was angry. 
and uh, very upset. But there came a point in time where this particular teacher's husband got very sick and she had to take some time away for a, a while. And we had a substitute teacher come fill in for her for an extended period of time while her husband was uh, recovering. And uh, but for a period of time, he was in the hospital and uh, the the substitute had us write get well cards for our teacher. Not anything I even remotely felt like doing, but I knew it was something I needed to do. And on that particular card that I wrote, I drew a picture of Jesus on the cross and I drew pictures of blood dripping down from the cross. And then I put by uh, his stripes, your husband can be healed. I pray that he gets well soon. Well, for some reason, that card turned her heart toward me. And over the rest of the school year, when she returned, we became really good friends. And the the whole atmosphere shifted just from that one moment, that thought process that I needed to have that say, you know what, I need to put my feelings aside and do something nice for her. And even the proverb saying it's like pouring hot coals in someone's lap. Well, my mother and I ended up get, uh, getting invited to their church and we shared our story and shared the situation and how God turned it around. And that became one of my better uh, school years uh, in elementary because it was a tough situation that I had to think differently about. It reminds me of the book by Bob Hamp that says, think differently, live differently. And he states at one point that it's not the change of the situation that causes us to experience freedom. It's actually the change of mindset. So I'm thankful that my mother helped me change my mind. And as I changed my mind, it changed my situation as the spirit of God began to absorb inside of me and break my shell of anger. I ultimately ended up breaking the shell of the oppression that I felt in that class and was able to break free like a tree splitting a rock growing up to what I needed to be. And that was only the power of God on the inside and nothing special that I could do without him. I'm encouraging you that if you have a hard shell of anger, if you have a hard shell of bitterness, if you have a hard shell of disappointment, rage, things that have happened to you, I am by no means belittling what happened, but I'm trying to encourage you to use the power of a changed mind, the power of the spirit of God on the inside to break that shell, because that is the first layer of freedom is breaking free of the shell that is holding you back. If you can break free of that shell, if you can break free from the past, if you can break free from all of these things on the inside of you that's causing you to become hard, then that power that breaks through that is going to be even more than sufficient to break through some of the rocks that you're surrounded with. And then surround yourself with like-minded people and join up with them and watch the exponential breaking free of systemic oppression that you may feel. It is going to be a change of mind. It's got to be a change of heart. And as you do that, just like the plant, ambition will cause you to absorb what you need to absorb to break free of yourself. Ambition will cause you to have the drive to break through everything that's on the outside of you. I am encouraging you today that if you keep your mind right, if you keep your mind focused, if you keep your heart, uh, your heart right, 
that you can see great things. I can tell you now, as a former track athlete, I never won a race I thought I was going to lose. That first shell that I needed to break was the doubt that I could be a winner. Once I broke that shell, that didn't mean I won every race. After that, that meant I was set up to break through and have some wins. And I was blessed to become a state champion. I was blessed to become a, a collegiate conference champion. I was blessed to become an All-American. I was blessed to break records. I was blessed to uh, become uh, in, to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Why? Because there had to be something changing on the inside of me, the absorption of the power of God, the absorption of belief that God has given me everything I need in order to be successful according to his plan for my life. I believe that for me, I believe that for you. Break free, overcome. Now, I thank you so much for hanging out with me. I really appreciate your time. I thank you for your questions. I thank you for your support. If you'd like to subscribe to my channel, you can do so on Apple Podcasts. You can do so on Spotify. You can do so also on Pandora. So you can uh, just go there, subscribe, and we'll continue to put out uh, more content. If you have any questions, feel free to stop by my website and uh, contact me there. Or you can email me at joelbmccray at gmail.com. Would love to hear from you. Just going to continue to drop nuggets of things that I've tried to do and things I'm still trying to do in order to accomplish God's plan for my life. I'd love to share my journey with you. I'd love to hear your journey as well. And may we keep growing and learning from each other and accomplishing his will for his glory. Thank you so much. You have an awesome day.